0: Oh, my computer crashed.
1: Oh no, I've got a virus.
0: Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com
1: Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzotto of The Condo Expert, We are here today at the Hayes FM in the studio in Mississauga, Ontario, and we are having a phenomenal conversation with Sheldon Benjamin, the real estate lawyer of the law office of Sheldon Benjamin. Sheldon, we talked about the Toronto, Mississauga, real estate, condominiums, what are we looking for in the future? This is the question. Yeah, because I mean, you're getting a tons of transactions on the real estate world, closing deals for sellers and for buyers.
0: Well, this is it. You know, I, I read recently how Mr. Paul Godfrey, who is a wonderful man who helped me out actually early on in my career. He was recently let go from the OLGC by the Premier, Kathleen Wynne, over a dispute or over a discrepancy in their vision of how they want Toronto to be. Mr. Godfrey had an idea to bring in licensed gambling and legal gaming to Toronto. The Premier didn't agree. He was let go. But this got me thinking, you know, what is the future of our city. Do we envision Toronto to be like a Las Vegas of the north? Or is it to be something different, something new? And I'm of the opinion that Toronto is developing as a city, its own unique, its own special identity. And I don't think Toronto has a specific identity as yet, certainly not like New York or Miami or LA. But I think that Gradually, Toronto is developing into, frankly, an amalgamation of all three of those cities. It has that flavor, uh, that international cosmopolitan flavor that uh, New York has. It has that creative, uh, vibrant, electric undercurrent that Los Angeles has. It has that multicultural depth a city like Miami has. And I I can really see, you know, with the influx of new people coming to this city and with the degree of condominiums being erected in the GTA, I can really see the city taking on a flavor or taking on a shape of its own. And it thrills me as a resident, you know, as a human being, I love being part of something that's evolving and progressing. And I think that the future of Toronto, uh, particularly the real estate sector, is very bright. People talk all the time about a soft landing or even a market crash. But I think that as long as immigration continues to thrive in the GTA, there will constantly be a demand for new housing. And as long as there's a constant demand for new housing, there will be uh, likewise a constant demand for affordable housing or accessible housing. And this is why the condominium market in particular is going to be so important and so significant moving forward.
1: And that shows you how the input of condominium owners is vital. It is It is vital. They cannot be apathetic about sitting back and just letting things happen and see what happens. We're in a situation right now where I completely agree with everything you've just said. My only very small concern, which is a small concern, but it's a large impact. And what that is, is for instance, in Trinity Spadina and is continuing to destroy the entertainment district. The vibrancy of Toronto, Restaurant Row, the decision of the Ontario Municipal Board to override the applications to keep Restaurant Row on King Street is, is ludicrous. It is. It's ludicrous. The heritage. You know, when you go to New York, it's, I mean, we went to New York a few times over the last couple of years, and it's outstanding because you've got so much versatility, you know, and they've maintained their heritage. When I see some of these old buildings... And I see their fire escapes, or I see a basketball court right smack in the middle of a downtown, like, you know, in the south end core there. Outstanding. We do not need a condo building side by side on every single street corner up and down the street and being a tunnel of 40-story buildings. We need to continue to have entertainment, restaurants, venues culture culture yes
0: that's what you're really talking about and i think i think to an extent too in terms of the buildings themselves preserving the authenticity of old buildings or preserving the beautiful relics of the past you know upkeeping them maintaining them i think that that contributes in large part to the culture I think that, you know, when you go to a city like New York, or even Mm -hmm. in Europe, you know, when you're in London, or when you're in Paris, or when you're in Rome, and you see these old buildings, right, there is a depth, you know, The, the building itself connects you to the past as an observer or as a participant, you know, walking on the grounds. I think that that's something that Toronto can and should aspire to. You know?
1: I was speaking to a film producer the other day, and he was mentioning to me that the restaurant upstairs at TIFF on John Street and King there was empty. Yet, Restaurant Row, Kit Kats, the beautiful restaurants along that strip right there at pretty much 363, 393 King, wow. just you know between, I guess, John and Blue Jay's Way. With the outdoor patios, was thriving, alive to sit there watching people, people watching, having an amazing meal. OMB, you've taken it away from the owners. What is up with that?
0: Well, too often, and you know, this is—I don't want to get myself in trouble here—but too often, individual councilors or individual municipal politicians are pushing a specific agenda with. You know, a pocket full of their, their friends who are developers or who themselves are real estate agents. And I think that, you know, obviously, if you come from a specific riding, Trinity Spadina was mentioned, Mr. Vaughn of Trinity well, Spadina. Well, that's
1: where I'm actually president of the board of the ICON, which is right at 250 Wellington. And do you know what Adam Vaughn did? What happened? He promised us that uh, we would not have our cars affected on Mercer Street with the exit off the laneway. And how did that go? To our board, to our faces, to not to impact a flow-through traffic for 600 cars to leave that laneway. And two days ago, I drove over there, and the police prevented me from turning onto Mercer Street. So, So Mayor Ford, you're probably going to have some conversation with Linda Pinizzato because, (laughs) you know, I mean, what is that? I really have no respect for a counselor that all in all out lies to your face. I think so. Uh, you know, not to put you in any difficult, no, but no, it's, I was it's, hot and heavy. I'll tell you when I was, when I was in my car and I was about to turn. <laughs> you invented um, some new words. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I was not, not impressed. I had to go to King street. I was on John, get the King circle all the way back to blue Jays way, turn around, come in on a laneway where you cannot have safety, oh. safety, 700 cars, That are coming off of a laneway, going on to Blue Jays Way when Beach is under development and you're only down to a two-lane traffic already. What about safety alone? And you're within not even a two-minute walk to the Rogers Center and baseball season is underway. Does he have rocks for brains?
0: Uh, But anyway, uh, that's my I'm (laughs) venting
1: now, guys. So all you condo owners, uh, (laughs) the you know, my my wonderful listeners, please support the initiative that we're gonna move forward. Email me, Linda at lindapinado need to hear from you
0: and going to your point about um, developing culture for the city or arranging the city, zoning you know zoning traffic in a way that makes sense, I think that uh, you know when people you know particularly people in power, the the city council, the mayor, the provincial government, the, even the federal government, when people collaborate with one another instead of fight each other. We can accomplish so much. And when you have a city like Toronto with all the resources and all the abundance to make it an incredible place, not just in Canada, but in this world, you know, I I think that the true success of this city, whether you're talking about the real estate industry or any other industry, the true success of Toronto will be determined ultimately by the collaborative nature of the people that run this city. Right now, anybody that's following municipal politics knows what a zoo it is at oh, city hall it's, it's ridiculous it
1: really is and, and, you know and it really all that energy
0: and all that you know attention negative attention that's going into that vortex you know mm-hmm. uh, that whirlpool it could otherwise be allocated towards Collaborating and working together, and you know, making the city a great city, truly allowing the city to realize its potential.
1: Oh, I think there's way too much fighting in the schoolyard. That's it. I mean, that's it. Like that really is seriously it. <laughs> it it's it's embarrassing. You know, we're actually uh, the condo owners' association. I personally, right now, I'm involved in a brand new review that's underway. Can't say too much about it, but it actually is taking a look at New York and Toronto, and the information with respect to where we're at. So I think moving forward, it's going to be phenomenal when the white paper finally gets put together. So a lot of doors are open. A lot of things are happening. Sheldon, you have been amazing. It's been wonderful chatting with you today. I want you to give a shout out with email addresses and your contact phone number. Anybody out there listening? Well, all of you listening, never mind. Contact Sheldon Benjamin when you are doing your real estate transactions. And, and I think you cover other things as well, right? I yes. do.
0: Uh, I'm involved in uh, uh, certain aspects of copyright law and intellectual property as well. But my focus at this stage is predominantly real estate. And if anybody is out there looking for a qualified, ethical, knowledgeable mm-hmm. real estate lawyer, by all means, contact me. The number where I can be reached is 905 0 7 That's 905 7 And my email address is sbenjaminlaw at yahoo.com.
1: Exactly. And if you don't have that written out, it's not a problem. What you do is you go on the COA site, you go on the Condo Expert site. Whatever you do, you can find Linda Pinizzato here at the Hayes FM on the Condo Expert. And we will give you all the information and the direction to contact people that you can feel free about trusting and working with you because that's what the condo experts all about We're spending a lot of time here trying to just give information and guidance to people and, and it's not only necessarily condominium owners I mean it all homeowners, it's new Canadians it's it's the general public, the general businesses you know it's a resource radio show that just gives in-depth information because We've got the knowledge and we're going to share it.
0: And it allows people to, to build the right team of professionals they need when it comes time for them to make the biggest purchase of their lives.
1: So we're going to work together. Absolutely. Continued work together. That's right.
0: <laughs> with each other and with you, the listener. <laughs>
1: Thank you. And you're welcome to come on my show again without a problem. So you just let me know when Thank you're to. Thank you watching, so much awesome. for
0: having me, Linda. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today.
1: Thanks, Sheldon. Appreciate it. So everyone, have a wonderful day. You're listening to Linda Pinizato here at The Condo Expert. It's been a blast and we'll talk to you soon. So remember, contact COAOntario.com. We have a wonderful website. If you're in Toronto, you can go coa.toronto.com and let us hear your comments. We want to help. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. I will be right back. You just hang tight. You'll get more information.
0: Stand up for your rights. Get up. Stand up. Don't give up the fight. Oh, my computer crashed.
1: Oh no, I've got a virus!
0: Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection! Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647 977 7113. ItMayday.com